Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adewumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. Today I'm going to the book of Revelation chapter 17. And I read, And there came one of the seven angels which had the seven vials and talked with me, saying unto me, Come either, I will show unto thee judgment of the great or that seated upon many others. Father, I pray, Lord, that you will open the understanding of everyone that is listening to, to comprehend this message and the revelation that you have revealed to us in this book of Revelation and protect everyone in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Now, this Revelation chapter 17 mentioned the great or the first place where it was where it mentioned the great or was in chapter 16. And you see that in the in the last few verses, chapter 16, verse 10, verse 19. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Now he said Babylon came in remembrance before God so that God can judge her. But Babylon was a city. Now we all remember the great Babylon in the Babylon city of Nebuchadnezzar in Persia that conquered Jerusalem. Now that was almost many many thousands years after that Babylon was conquered that this book was written. So God was talking about another spiritual Babylon. And I will and we will go further and explain which what what city was that spiritual Babylon in the generation of the days of Apostle John. Because this is what the book of Revelation chapter seventeen is going to reveal to us here. And you will see also in chapter eighteen so that we'll be able to pinpoint what city is typified or symbolized by the city of Babylon. Could it be the old Babylon of Nebuchadnezzar or this is just spiritual Babylon? And I will put it before you that this is actually a Babylon that is just being symbolized, a city that is being symbolized by Babylon. But it's not just the old Nebuchadnezzar city of Babylon. This is a new city in this, in this generation that God is saying the same because the same spirit that was ruling Babylon of Nebuchadnezzar has moved to that same city doing the same of evil things. Now let's go ahead and read on in chapter 17 verse 2 and it said come and there came one of the seven verse 1 there came one of the seven angels which are the seven vials and talked with me saying unto me come either I will show unto thee the judgment of the great ore that seated upon many waters with whom the king the earth have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of our fornication now before we go for let's talk about this if the bible is talking about fornication we are talking of spiritual fornication right now what does fornication mean fornication is committing sexual immorality with somebody that is not your partner that's not your wife your husband that is not your spouse that is what is called fornication okay when god is talking about fornication anytime god referred to it in the old testament he was talking of the the men of or the people of israel going away from worshiping idols will be classified that they are committing fornication that is they left their they are worshiping another group which is idolatry so fornication in that case is idolatry okay now when god is talking about a city called the great or he said with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth have drunk with the wine of our fornication well let's go ahead and before we go any further let's just go ahead and read on what so that we can come to see what this city really is and the angel actually is going to give us the meaning of this great orb 
verse 3. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Now wait a minute. I want, I want if you recall in chapter 13, we remember the beast that's in chapter 13 that called the Antichrist beast. It's also seven heads and ten horns. And if you remember, if you recollect that, you know what we do. We do say that beast actually symbolized in the in the book of Revelation chapter 13, the beast that had seven heads and ten horns. That the Bible said that who can make war against this beast? Who is able to make war with him? That actually is representing and symbolizing the European joint European countries that become the old Roman Empire revived because you can see the seven S and ten has to be represented there now we he went further here he said this woman also was sitting on the a beast that has seven heads and ten horns so point you'll be able to distinguish there that, that woman you get to the end of this chapter you will see what the woman represents and what this represents and what those horns and let's read on and let the angel interpret it before we give some further meaning verse 4 and the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls having a gold cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication and upon her forehead was a name written mystery babylon the great the mother of allots and abominations of the earth now before let me explain again here the bible call it mystery means that you have to interpret this vision was being shown upon John because all this was a symbol and this symbol was symbolized by a woman a physical woman in a vision and a beast that has seven heads and ten horns and this woman was sitting on the beast the woman has a cup in her hand that was still more like a like a like a drama but it was to it was it is representing something and the angel is going to tell us what that drama represented in a moment verse six and I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. And also John looked at this woman so that, oh, what a beautiful lady. But she all she was doing, drinking the blood of the saints, didn't catch his attention yet. He was just wondering about the deck of gold that the woman was wearing. Verse 7. And the angel said unto me, Where are the thou marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carried her which has the seven heads and ten horns now goes the interpretation from verse the beast that thou sawest was and is not and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into prison and they that dwell on the earth shall wonder who are not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world when they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is now let's Wait a minute here and talk a little bit about this. You have to remember when God gives revelation, God talks in so many dimensions. God deals in the spiritual world, also in the physical world. All of these clumps of the earth, all of these men, because we have said in the earlier chapter that all these beings actually representing kingdoms, kings and kingdoms, or countries is what we call them right now, but they are called kingdoms in those days, like the empires in the days of Roman, you have the Roman Empire where city rome was ruling the whole world then and they are and actually when you look back you say rome was just a city in a country called italy now 
But in those days, Rome was the was the was the champion of all the people, of all those cities, and it was Roman Empire. Now, when you look at all those empires of the world, like the Babylonian Empire of Nebuchadnezzar, Egyptian Empire of, of the Pharaohs, in those generations, they are countries. Now, what I wanted to point out here is this: as God is seeing these physical countries and people that are waging wars and conquering other people that the physical things we can see but in the spirit world there is another satanic spirit that is actually in those cities that is making the wars that is conquering the wars that is making that is that is empowering all those trees to wage the war and to win and god is dealing with both the spirits and also the physical world so now if you understand that you'll be able to see the meaning when i when the bible said this beast was from the bottom left and you can't say entry is from the bottomless pit so god was talking of the spirit the satanic spirit that's actually ruling the country or ruling the uh, was in the bottomless pit and was allowed to come out of the bottomless pit and they took over the rulership of the countries so that's what you have to understand that god is talking both in the physical world and in the spiritual world so when this when god talk about dragon god is talking about satan and also entry can be representing itself as a dragon also so that's why you have to be able to know that the prophecies in the bible sometimes they can be twofold and when god is talking god is talking in all the dimensions because the physical and the spiritual world shall both be joined together at this end time okay now verse 9 and here is the mind which has wisdom the angel is going to interpret now the seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman seated now you listen to that the angel said the seven heads is representing seven mountains physical mountains now and there are seven kings i say also there are kings that are represented by those seven heads five are falling and one is and the other is not yet come and when he cometh, he must continue a short space now wait a minute here and listen to that he said when he cometh, he must continue a short space And let's continue here verse 11 and the beast that was and is not even he is the eighth and is of the seven and goeth into perdition you have to understand that when god is talking god is talking the physical like i said and also in the spiritual and the angel of saying this beast that is coming out of the bottomless pit is going to be one of these eight kings he said it's going to be one of the seven kings now that looks like a mystery isn't it because it says seven are falling seven kings are falling or six kings are falling and then one is to come and the and the eighth one will come again so god is talking about someone let me explain what we believe this is anything. as we look at the world empires because god is referring to the world kingdoms now before we talk about a particular city god is to the world government the empire the, the world powers what we call superpowers that are ruling the world now the bible said there have been seven heads and said this he said there have been let's read it again verse 10 he said and there are seven kings five are falling one is making the sixth one is currently running and the other is not yet come and when he comes, he must continue a short space and then the the beast itself will be the eighth king now what does that really mean let's take at it you can you can you can look at it in many ways talk about it as empires of the world and count all the empires that have been before since the beginning of the human race maybe starting from the Mesopotamian empire 
that rule the world then you have the egyptian empire and then you have the babylonian empire number three you have the 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 grecian empire that also ruled the world after they conquered babylon and or uh, middle persian conquered babylon first middle persian empire and then you have the Greek empire then you have the roman empire which is the perhaps the sixth seventh one now he, he told them he said in, the, in this section he said five of them have you can count how many of empires i've mentioned before you come to the roman empire which is the sixth one is which is the roman empire that was rolling then in the world and now said another one is to come which is the seventh one and he said the eighth one will be the next, the last one which is from the bottomless pit and now he said that one that is a spirit actually when you when it is a mystery that it takes you to actually take your pen to figure it out yourself but he's describing the empire that have seen and fallen in the world the current empire running in the world then was roman empire and then he said another one will come after that and then it will be the beast itself that will come out of the bottomless pit and that will come out of the bottomless pit is going to be the eighth king that was the angel was saying here yeah, that means that beast itself will take over the world in the form of possessing a man possessing an, a, a country or possessing a particular world leader rule the world and that is what he was describing here most of the things that are the future we most likely could not pinpoint how it will really happen we can only give you a general understanding of this is what the lord has said we can look at the history and start and say this is what the bible prophesied and we can see it in the history and that's why i was able to mention the egyptian empire the mesopotamian empire the babylonian empire counting all of the empire that are risen and falling and you can count about five six that are falling before this time and the roman empire was the sixth one because it said the sixth was currently on and the seven was yet to come when roman empire disintegrated and that form of empire took over and what was going on then was what you will call the technological generation which is what is going on now it's kind of a form of an empire and but the bible said it's going to be like a dysfunctional what do you mean by dysfunctional that they are broken to parts and pieces and three of them are trying to join together at the feet and that was prophesied also by daniel in the in the interpretation of the of the vision that was given to nebuchadnezzar in the book of daniel chapter 2 he said at the end of the world the feet of that image we iron and clay join together and he said there will be so many kings five ten toes or two kings that's just simplicity there will be so many kings in that generation and they will all be joined together to to rule together and that you see in our generation for many years right now where you have the european countries that seems to be dominating the world but there are so many countries of them not just particular one and they have so many empires that are colonizing the world and that have been going all through to the western civilization of the americans right now and this is part of the last and then he said there will be a beast that will come out of the bottomless pit that will take over and rule for some few years that will do all the last wonders that we just mentioned in the book of Revelation chapter 13 that he said will be the eighth king but you'll be one of the seven he said what does he mean by he's going to be one of the seven it may and he said this beast that was from the bottomless pit has been he said he was and is not which means he's currently locked in the pit of in the bottomless pit because what we are now seeing now is a spirit a satanic spirit that has been on earth ruling and then it locked up in the bottomless pit the, before at the particular time god will allow that evil spirit to be released again from the bottomless pit and it will take over the world and rule for some years at the last part of the end of the world and that's why he says it's going to be the eighth king 
because it's going to be different from them all in the way he manipulates and that is the king that is going to bring the world to the world war that king and that king is a physical being but possessed by a spirit and this is what god is talking about here in chapter 17 when he said the beast that was and is not and yet is is coming out of the bottomless pit and it's going to be the eighth king and let's go ahead is this that that beast also is in one of the eight the seven s which means good europe again that this leader is going to come arise from let's go on again and it's verse 11 and the beast that was and is not even he is the eighth and it's of the seven and goes into perdition he goes into perdition because after it's all over that devil has again into the into the lake of fire it's 12 and the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings now remember he mentioned that seven earth kings which actually is about as far as interpreted it they look like empires all over the world and the sixth one is was rolling Roman Empire then there will be another one and then there will be which will be the technology world right now is the seventh and in the eighth one will be the beast the Antichrist going to take over this technological world and rule and subdue and bring the world to a world war that will destroy them again now that is the head now you talk about these ten horns separately upon these heads are ten horns and say they are ten kings so you now there are kings in the end of the world here that are going to be joined together he said these are things which have received no kingdom as yet now when this book was written it was in the days of apostle john so he said those kings those ten kings have not showed up around that time which was talking about the world because in the days of apostle john there was nothing like a, a English, uh, british empire there was nothing like uh, the the french empire there was nothing like the spanish empire that colonized the world in those generations and all the others uh you soviet union America, there was nothing like that so but now he said those kings have not risen in the days of apostle john he said but when they shall arise they will reign for a particular time and then they will join to the beast this beast that's coming to take them over from the bottomless pit let's go ahead and read on so god was prophesying future in the apostle john now in that future because the future is here now the future that was prophesied in the book of Revelation chapter 17 is right here in our own generation. We can see all those things taking place. That's how we are able to explain it to you. But it's the purpose of we explain it to you. So that you may know where you stand. Where do you stand? Are you on God's side on the side of the world? Say we are we are that are Christians. We are not of this world. That's why the Bible says that be ye not conformed to this world, be ye transformed in the renewing of your mind. Remember again, say, Be ye not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the doing of your mind that you may be able to prove what is acceptable before God this is very important this is why we are explaining these things telling you to know that what God prophesied was going to be in the future in the days of Apostle John is right here we are in that future almost 2000 years later and we can see some of these things and I'm going to tell you a little bit more so that you can know where do you stand and if where you stand you better appear because the Lord is calling his own people he said in the days of those kings shall god of heaven raise up his own kingdom it's written in the book of daniel chapter 2 that in the days of all those numerous things like you see ten toes he said there are ten horns and he said these ten horns are ten kings and the days of apostle john they have not their kingdom yet but now we are in this way we have we have seen all of these kings and kingdoms of the world you can count european kingdoms european economic community more than ten kings that are trying to join together in this economic community or the nato which is all the European countries joined together and that is the power that God is referring to here and they are all in form of different countries having an alliance together and this is the generation God has been mentioning 
But in these days of this king, child of heaven set up his own king, and that is the king of God that he is setting up Christians. And then he's telling us, set not your affection on things above our things upon the earth, on the heaven. Set not your affections on this earth, but set your affections on things in heaven. And telling us that be ye not conformed to the world because our own kingdom is coming. Now you have to set your mind on the kingdom of God, which is Jesus. Jesus is the king of that kingdom. So you have to be part of that kingdom by accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior. And prepare looking unto him because he's coming soon to take him home. But now don't be conformed, don't be joined to the kingdom, to the, to the, to the worldly system. Because they have their way of doing things, which is not the way of God. And we have to be careful not to be entangled in the things that the world is introducing to the, to the, to the world. And let's go ahead again. He said in verse 13, he said about this verse 12, he said this time hunch thou so as are ten kings which have received kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings, one hour with the beast. This have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Which means they will actually join the Antichrist when this satanic speech will come out of the bottomless pit. These countries will join together and make this Antichrist beast who is going to be possessing one of the leaders that will be in charge and they will all join to him now he said verse 44 said this shall make war with the lamb the lamb of god and the lamb shall overcome them for he is lord of lords and king of kings and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful now read that verse 14 again yourself the lamb of god is the lord jesus christ he is the king of kings and the lord of lords and he's the one that's going to take a world like the bible said that in the day all these kings are the god of heaven raise up a kingdom the kingdom of god is not going to be physical warfare or not He's gathering people of God to be like prophets unto him. And then he's going to take us away from here. And then when the world is gathered together at Abageron, the Messiah, the Lord, will come down with his sins in the flash from the sky to wage war against them. And they all will be destroyed. All these are gathered against Jerusalem will be destroyed. And that's why the Bible said, of these ten kings, which are all these European countries, they will come against the plan of God. And they are already doing it through the Antichrist system. They will do it to persecute the believers, to persecute the Christians. That has been going on all the through the centuries anyway. However, in the end of the world, it will occur again, persecution against the true believers. And then God said, you will gather them again at Jerusalem for battle. And when the Lord God will come down from the sky, he will destroy this Antichrist, an Antichrist satanic beast. will be cast into the lake of fire, as the Bible has said. Now, this, this is very important that we take notes of this. That this is being explained to us what has been said in the Daniel is now being said in more detail here in the book of Revelation that these kings we wage war against the Lamb and the Lamb we we will destroy them because we that are with the Lamb of God say we are called we are chosen and we are faithful he's talking about the saints of God you can be one of them and the Lord is asking you to come and be one of the saints of the Most High God come and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and let him come into you with the Holy Spirit and lead your life and if you have already accepted Jesus begin to pray and fast begin to seek more of him wanting to get the power from God wanting to be an intercessor for him and that is exactly what how you fight the battle for him be an intercessor in prayers praying and fasting praying for his kingdom to come praying for the body of Christ praying that all that the plan the all that the plan of the devil has been doing against the Christians will be forfeited and pray that's how you intercede for the body of Christ worldwide not just intercede for your people or for your friends or for yourself pray.
pray for all the kingdom plan, the kingdom of God, the plan of God to be increased to the fullness of the stature of Christ. Pray that that will be taking place, that the saints of God will grow spiritually and, and be ready to stand for Christ and not deny Christ, even in the face of persecution. As you intercede and pray like that, God will visit you. The devil will not like it, but God will give you more power and boldness to be able to do it. And I want you to remember that because the kingdom of God is coming to take over the earth. And which side are you? Is what I'm asking. Which side are you? Are you going to be saying you belong to Christ and yet and yet you are not different from the world? Say so you have to be completely different in your attitude, your opinions, and in and where you and where your mind is. So set your affections on things above and not on things on the earth. This is very important. Verse 15 says, and he said, and I'm going to have to continue this one in the palace in the next broadcast. But here is verse 15. The angel continued and said, The waters which thou sawest where thou seated are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. Means that this this is going to be worldwide now. Kingdom of the, as you are saying, is kingdom of the world that is ruling the world. Verse 16. The ten ones which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate the whore, and shall make her dead and, and naked, and shall destroy her. Uh, make her dead and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire that is talking about destroy, destroying that or and which what is this or he said destroying a, a woman that was sitting on the beast you see in the last next verse what is the or itself for god has put in their house to fulfill his will and to agree and give their kingdom unto the beast they will give their kingdoms unto this until the words of god shall be fulfilled now verse 18 and the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigned over the kings of the earth. Now that great city that reigned over the kings of the earth, in those days, days of in the days of Apostle was Roman Empire. It was Rome, the city of Rome that was ruling over the world. Now the angel was telling Apostle John that that, that woman was representing Rome, the city that was that was ruling over the world. Now you take two and two together, you will see that Rome was very popular in that generation of Rome, Apostle John and it's going to be popular again up to now Rome was still popular because that's where the Catholicism had suddenly formed itself when the Roman Empire dissolved they formed a spiritual religious head right there that was also helping to rule Europe in the days in the 300 AD 400 AD all the dark ages the, the Roman papacy was ruling Europe through religion and and they were also persecuting the true believers and that is exactly what this is representing when he said the saints was ruling the world then was that woman and the bible said they are the ten horns which is even these european countries these european countries and governments will eat the woman and burn her with fire that means that they are going to be world war that's going to destroy that city again. at the end of the world they will destroy the city themselves for whatever reason they will destroy that city of rome that's what God was talking about. But it was much more spiritual, religious, political things God is describing here. Both religious things because they have the, the that seat that seat of Rome suddenly become a religious seat that is contrary to the plan of God. That's why it was called fornication, because they claim to be religious, to be Christians, but they're actually not worshipping Christ. They were worshipping a goddess of heaven. They made Mary the goddess, but Mary was not a goddess. And that is one of the things that we are talking about. They 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 they, they started worshiping the, the the statues of Peter, and they call them Peter. But those are not statues of Peter. They were the images they were worshiping in the city of Rome before they took over Christianity, and they repeated those images and give them names. 
they have so many images in Rome in the days of the of the empires of the emperors, and those images were what they whitewashed and gave them the names of all the apostles to make them to make people begin to worship them as the apostles. But it was all idolatry. It was all idolatry. Anytime you worship or bow your kiss or any anybody or bow yourself to anybody, you are worshiping idol. And that is the fornication that was going on in the city called Rome. And up to now, it's still going on through the Roman Catholicism. And if you are in that group, you better separate yourself and come to the true Christ. Read your Bible and you see the truth there. Thou shalt know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. I pray that the Lord will open your understanding so that you may be able to comprehend what we say. Father, I pray for all those people that are listening. Touch them, open their ears, that they will not be they will not be taking offense in what they are hearing, but they will quicken their pace and repent. If they have been in idolatry, may they repent. If they have been in ungodliness, may they repent. If they have been playing games with the, with the kingdom of God, may they repent and begin to get serious with the kingdom of God right now because all these things will take place. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.